Hi, I'm Brad. And I'm Mandy. And this is... Tribe Time. Here, you're going to hear about marriage, faith, and family with a whole lot of fun and realness. And we hope that if you have a tribe of your own, that's awesome. But if you're looking to join one, we'd love for you to join ours. So welcome to... To Tribe Tribe Time. Time. That's right. (laughs) Well... We made it a month. We made it a month. Four of them. Four. So welcome to the party. If this is your first time listening... Not watching, listening to us. <laughs> we are so excited uh, that you have put in pods. You have let the audio play. You're doing the dishes. You're doing the laundry. You're driving in your car. You're doing something. You're drinking coffee. But you have chosen to listen to our ramblings. Yeah, and we just are so excited that you chose to let us be a filler for you. I love it. A time filler. I think it's the best. It I is. enjoy listening to podcasts and people who are fun as I'm doing boring tasks. So if we are your boring task fun seekers. Here we are. Here we are. Thanks for joining the party. <laughs> <laughs> so one month, four podcasts. Here we are. Two have been about marriage. Mm-hmm. And one has been about just kind of getting to know us. So if you've missed any of those, go back, listen to those. Although all of these can stand alone. It's just kind of nice to get to know who yeah, you're, who we are. Yeah, if you're just stumbling upon us for some reason, like iTunes suggested Shh. us to you, yeah. I don't know. So that we should be friends. That could be a cool thing. So not only should you listen to us, you should follow us on social. Definitely do that. And if you really want to get to see the nitty gritty, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. You can. Yeah. And I would highly suggest all those things because there's a lot of fun things coming in 2022 that you will want to be a part of this tribe Yeah. for this time. Yeah. Just telling you that. Okay. So tonight we're going to do something a little bit different. We told, we told you in the beginning, this is going to be a podcast of faith, family, marriage, all the things. So tonight we're going to, we're going to do a faith talk. Yeah. We're going to jump in and have a conversation on a 2021 uh, kind of faith journey and like what the Lord revealed to you. Um, and then our next episode, it'll be flipped. Mm-hmm. And so tonight, uh, most of it is going to be talking about your journey throughout mm-hmm. 2021 mm-hmm. and what God revealed to you and some things that kind of showed up. And uh, yeah, so just share with us your wisdom and bestow on us <laughs> Oh, get knowledge. up, my friend. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, put that seatbelt on. Are you ready? Because yeah. it's about to be a crazy roller coaster. Yeah. If you enter the brain of Mandy Winkle, you better be ready for some loops and dips, and you know you need that whole harness. Of yeah, but let me just coaster. warn you. Like I've been married to this woman for twenty one years, <laughs> and so sometimes you actually need to put a helmet on because yeah. it's a thinking helmet where you got to be like, wait, wait, wait a minute, just yeah. slow down. So. Uh, this might be one that you need to listen to a couple times uh, just to grab a hold of just the great nuggets that are going to come out of this. So I am going to try to keep this where we're in like a 20, 25 minute, yeah. you know, little window because I do want it to be something that you can take in bite sizes and don't worry, I'll be back because <laughs> this is one of my favorite subjects to talk about yeah. in the entire world. So, so let's jump in. Faith, here we go. Part of this, if you're like, again, new to us. I believe faith in your relationship with the Lord is the foundation for all things. So if you're seeking a happier marriage, if you're seeking to parent better, if you're seeking to just live a more fulfilled life, I will always be the one that tells you Jesus or the Lord or your faith walk. That yeah. is the yeah. way that you build these foundations and you build a 
a life, right. in my opinion. And yeah. I believe it's the best. This opinion. isn't a marriage <laughs> talk tonight, no. but like this is actually uh, the thing and the foundation of us. Yeah, like, for sure. I mean, obviously, like we are Christ followers and all that, but like people ask us a lot, like, how have you guys lasted 21 years? Um, through all of our, you know, stuff and all the, the garbage that has come along with the 21 years. And we've yeah. had some stuff. Yeah. Uh, we worked through a lot of stuff together. Yeah. And, um, but like this is like Christ is the center bottom line. And even like some of our past talks, like how do you grow in your marriage and all those kinds of things. This is the room we're talking about is allowing different convictions or different, uh, parts of your faith to be expressed in a newer way. And that's part of how we've stayed. Um, our foundation has been firm. Right. Because it's in the Lord. Right. So, Mandy. Let's jump in. 2021. My, 2021. My faith walk. Mandy's journey. Here has we go. been a little bit different. And I'm going to preface this because this is what I do because I love you. If you are a new believer, I want you to hear this and not ever hear it with a, a tone of shame or conviction or like, man, she has it together or any of those things because it's not true. One. Two, I believe I've been walking with the Lord since I was 14. Right. Yeah, I was so just going to ask that question. So I, well, no, I was like 12. No, how old was you I? You were 14. It was a year before I met you. So 13. Okay, yeah. Go, go. So I was 13 and I'm going to be 40 this year. So it's been a process. It's been a journey. It's been um, all these things. So if you're new to the faith, some of the things that I'm going to talk about tonight are not relevant to you yet, but I don't want you to hear it and dismiss it. I want you to hear it and say, okay, maybe that's something I could explore later on. Right. So your your intention for tonight is really to talk about where you've kind of walked over these last umpteen years. Yeah. And like the nuggets that you've pulled out of your history with walking with Christ. Right. And the one or like a couple things that this year have really stood out to you. So yeah. like just to bring some clarity, like. These aren't things that you can go, oh, just dismiss it, as you just said. Right. But, like, write them down. Yeah. Maybe sometimes, like, some of these things you need to write down. Yeah. And some of these things you need to, like, store away for later and be like, hey, I know one day I hope to get to this point where I'm asking these questions. Oh, I remember Mandy had said something about this. So go ahead. Let's And as we go through, I'll kind of interject a little bit and ask questions. Yeah. um, Because this is really an impromptu. Yeah. Uh, We just had this idea. Per use. Yeah. But we just had this like big topic idea and then we're like 10,000 feet up and we're going to drill down a little bit occasionally and just kind of come down, ask a question, jump back up. So go for it. Okay. I'm going to start with a little bit. I've told you guys this before. Listen to our first podcast, but my family of origin was Catholic by um, tradition or semi-atheist, um, but I have always felt the Lord calling me. Like, I can remember as, like, a 10-year-old little girl, like, begging to go to church. I'm probably trying to not cough. Um, <laughs> and I just called him out. Um, <laughs> um, this is why we are still on audio at this point, <laughs> but she doesn't catch the cues. No, but um, begging to go to church, and even if whatever church i just wanted to be where i felt this higher power that i air quotes yeah air quotes that i felt in my heart um so i've always been drawn to the lord and i've i've said this before maybe not on here but i've felt like i've almost heard the audible voice of god twice once i was probably about a year before i uh, asked jesus into my heart and became saved as a believer um and that was him saying i'm your father because Prior to that, um, my father history is a little shaky. Um, it's just, it is. 
<laughs> so I felt like God was telling me in that moment that he was my dad. And the second time I heard the almost audible voice was to homeschool our children. So I have always, I'm saying that to say, I've always felt the wooing of the father. And I feel like that has shaped my relationship with him in a unique way. I mean, I hear people tell me I have a unique relationship with the Lord, although it's the only one I've ever had. So I don't feel like it's unique. It's just what it is. Um, But it's just something special. Like we hear a lot. And this is where I get to interject, like with your relationship with the Lord. Like we hear it like so genuine, so Mm -hmm. authentic, so just real, so down to earth. And so like some of that is like like I get to see it from really close where mm-hmm. others get to see it from afar, but also like just walking, watching you walk this journey out mm-hmm. for the last 25 years, like just the genuine, like, wow, it just seems so pure. And so like, there's no other, like authentics doesn't even like describe it. It's just mm-hmm. seeing me seeing you just really like lavish the father's love over yeah. these last three, um, 21, 25 years. So yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, it's just always been like, uh, I guess like daddy's little girl. I guess that's the only way I can picture it. Yeah, that is actually a better description than authentic. Like daddy's little girl. Yeah. Like I just feel like I watch Aubrey with you or Lexi with you. And like, I just picture like, I've always like not envied, but like, I'm so glad my daughters have that. Yeah. That wasn't the earthly experience I have, but I feel like I do get that with my heavenly father. Yeah. Um, But in this last year, it's going to sound different because this is not how um, modern church would describe to you the progression of your relationship with the Lord. So I've actually in this last year um, fallen more in love with his law and his um, mandates, I guess, if you will. Well, like and two, like you're referring to. The commandments that Moses received from the Father on Mount Sinai when he went to spend time with him and just the Father because they needed direction. And so this is where we see the Ten Commandments laid out, um, and then it progresses from there. But that's like the starting point. Right. So in 2020, obviously everything was crazy and upside down and sideways, and your faith was tested. I don't know what. Christian on the planet's faith was not tested in 2020. And in that, I just prayed, Lord, I want wisdom. I want to know you in a deeper way. And I don't want to be a shaky Christian. I want to be a Christian that people can look to and like, okay, if she's making it through, we can make it through because she's a hot mess. We got this. And so in that prayer, he led me to places in his word that are not traditional, that are not the like exciting fluffy verses that make you just like feel like oh my gosh okay I could take on the mountain it was more like Genesis Leviticus Deuteronomy like yeah it's like digging this was a season for you to dig deeper yeah and so I was finding myself in these like old testament stories and traditions and asking the Lord reveal yourself to me in these like show me how this relates to me in 2020 and I mean, if you've if you're a believer and you've read the Old Testament, there's a lot of confusing things in there, but there's a lot of just stories of victories and God fighting battles for people or creating crazy miracles and situations that you wouldn't expect. And I just became in awe of the Lord. Yeah. Like I just I feel like twenty twenty one was a year of just 
awe and wonder and like, wow. And so as I would dig, it was like the the hidden meanings that you'd find when you'd read um, some commentaries or just kind of study the origins of things was like so much deeper and richer. It was yeah. like taking a bite into like the Costco chocolate cake. Like, you know, it was like, okay. I had or like, a cheesecake <laughs> or whatever, or but some like, fruit. If you like that too, I felt like I was eating little Debbie's cosmic brownies. And then all of a sudden I was getting this decadent cake, which was like so much more like the things so that, richer. Like, yeah. like just the, the richness of God. Like yeah, that's, like, that's a great example. Yeah. Like I just, it, I blew, like it blew my mind of like, you love us so much and reading and digging into these things and then pulling them into the new Testament. Um, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Correlation. So just like yeah. revelation. It's just because the, the old Testament is the preview of what the new Testament, uh, solidifies. Yeah. Right. Am I saying yeah. that right? I, so, I can't find my words. So it's like they're pointing to each other. So they like the definitely. old Testament is pointing towards the New Testament and the New Testament is pointing back towards the Old Testament to solidify and to um, give an account to like, yeah, like back and forth. So it's constantly doing this, this back and forth game. So you need the entire book of the Bible. If yeah. I'm going to say anything tonight that I want you to take and write down as law, um, especially if you're a new believer, please, please, please. Don't lose yourself in the New Testament and think the Old Testament has no value besides some cool stories about David and Goliath and those kinds of things. The Old Testament is chocked full of the love and mercy and the saving grace of Jesus. There is no Jesus without the Old Testament. And I just, I think the old, if you don't understand the traditions that God was showing you in the Old Tradition or in the Old Testament, you almost lose Jesus, if yeah. I'm honest, because yeah. you can't make... We'll the explain case. that a little bit. Because, okay, so the Old Testament, there's all kinds of um, stories that are pointing to Jesus. Prophecies. Prophecies. And not only prophecies, but like people like Moses, who was a type of Jesus. So it's already showing you God's plan of redemption. Yeah. It's already showing you that, hey, you guys all screwed up, but I'm going to save you. And look, here's a little preview of what I'm going to do in Moses. Here's mm-hmm. a little preview of what I'm going to do um, through David. I'm, all these things. I have had this redemptive plan. It is not lost. Right. And yeah. I'm going to fulfill it through my son. I'm giving you hope all the way through. And he could get so mad. And the Old Testament seemed like, oh, my gosh, God's wrath, God's wrath, God's wrath. But we didn't have that buffer of Jesus. So you could see God's wrath and all the mercy he still gave through wrath. Yeah. And all the chances he gave through anger and no covering of uh, um, of Jesus' blood. And he still wants that. Like you could see his aching heart yeah. all the yeah. way through. And then his redemptive plan. So I personally think that is so beautiful. And I think we lose, again, the richness of it um, in a lot of the grace-filled modern traditions, which I think are good, but for me in this season, and for you, if you're a a more seasoned believer who's looking to mature, I challenge you, because I think we've gotten very comfortable in modern Christian Christianity, where we rely on our grace, and we forget to um, seek the Father, and seek the righteousness that He wants for us. Well, let me let me break in for a minute because yeah. I think like this is so good, like so good <laughs> stuff. Like 
thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like today as we look at like um, just the message of grace mm-hmm. and you kind of just hit on it for a minute right there. Like the message of grace is so necessary. Right. But like grace is not a license to. Right. It's a license when you do. Right. Right. And so like we live in a world like, well, I got grace. Like, right. and I think of this concept and this idea of like, well, I will call on Jesus on the last day, <laughs> on my last dying breath oh. of like, I will call out. But like, man, isn't like, thank God for grace in those moments. Right. Right. Like th- we see that in an illustration of the thieves on the cross with Jesus. Like right. we see that. And so we see at the moment, at the very end, um, like one of the thieves on, on the right side, I believe, or on the left side, I believe, it says like he he cries out, Lord, remember me when you set foot in your kingdom. Now, I'm paraphrasing that. I'm kind of like doing a Brad term of it. But he says, remember me. And so like in an instant, there's grace for that man and there's redemption for that man. Mm-hmm. Like I think like we, this is going to be a little hard mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And so, but like, I understand grace. I live in grace. I mm-hmm. walk in grace. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for grace. But like grace is not a thing that just gives us a license to do whatever we want, whenever we want. Grace is a thing that set, is set in place. So when we do, mm-hmm. but that shouldn't be the way we live our lives. Right. And I think that's where people have gotten stuck. And I feel like that's where um, the instability of Christianity has come from because we watched in 2020 droves of people leave the faith or just leave the church or just leave in general. It was like, they, well, they just became very like, um, waywardly Christians. Right. Like I am going to heaven because I go to church. Not true. And then when churches were all closed down, they lost they their lost, foundation. Right. Right. And I feel like, we have done an injustice to a lot of believers. I And again, I'm going to disclaimer this. I want you, the newly recovered addict, to not hear this as a point of shame because I believe you live in grace for a season while you're working through your salvation. Right, right. But I want, or, or the new believer, or the someone who's just coming into faith, please take this with a grain of salt. But to the believer who's been walking with the Lord air quotes again, for 10 years and your faith is feeling shaken, I want you to take a look back and see, has your foundation been on the grace of Jesus or on the relationship with the Lord? Because through your, through the grace of Jesus, you develop a relationship with the Lord. And that has to be deeper. Say that again. That's good. (laughs) I don't know if I can. Like I'm going to make you preach for a minute. Okay. So through the relationship with Jesus, you have to develop the relationship with the Lord. And as you develop your relationship with God, just like any other relationship, he's going to reveal different parts of himself. Yeah. And when we were dating, you only, you never showed me your feet. (laughs) Yeah. This is a great, like, this is a great illustration. So, Yes, that is a very true statement. Yeah. I I very rarely take off socks, shoes, and anything like that. Still mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, really, like, my socks come off when we go to bed because um, <laughs> I'm just too hot. But, like, that is an illustration of, like, who uh, – something that I was pulling back from you. Right. Like, it was like, a it's moment – it's not time yet to know yeah, 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 that yeah. my toes are funky. Yeah, that I got hair on my toes, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. I try to, like – Cover that. But the truth is, is like there were some things 
in our relationship early on mm-hmm. that I kept at bay from you. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, okay, not ready for that yet. Or you wouldn't like, you had like a sweatshirt and a jacket on. You didn't want me to know how skinny you yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. All those things are just, and that's funny analogies, but I do believe as you're growing with the Lord, he's going to start revealing different parts of himself. Because remember, this is the creator of the universe, the creator of every good and beautiful thing. Our human minds can't even compre- comprehend everything that he is. Right. So he, as you're learning him, He's going to show you what you need of him. So in this last year, as I've been learning him and asking him, please, Lord, show me more. He's been leading me to places again that would seem legalistic, that would seem religious to an outsider. Yeah. But to me and him, they haven't been. It's just been another beautiful way of me, him reminding me that he cares for every part of me. So one of those things as an example would be I um stopped eating pork. I started eating more biblically clean in this last year. Um, and part of that was I was asking him to heal my earthly body, my temple, show me how to eat that would, um, benefit me. And he actually made me go vegan for like a good two months. We all went vegan people. (laughs) Because that's all I was cooking. Yeah. Um, and it was a fast. It was a season of sacrifice. It was a season of trusting him. And when that ended, when I felt released to eat meat again, it was clear to me that I wasn't supposed to be eating pork or shellfish. Now, to outsiders hearing me say that, they're like, oh, well, now you're one of oh, those. Oh, you're one of those. Now you're going to be legalistic. And now when I have I eat bacon in front of you, you're going to judge me. Well, no, <laughs> I don't care what you do. But I do care what God has asked me to do, and I'm going to be obedient to that. Yeah, and some of that, too, like, sometimes, like, just to to bring some clarity, like, there's sometimes where, like, we will go somewhere, yeah. and if they serve um, pork or shellfish of any type, you know, like, we're not like, oh, I can't eat that. Right. We want to be respectful to people. We right. want to make sure that we're you know, honoring somebody in their home, like if they invite us to their home or anything like that. But like at the same time, as if we can control Mm -hmm. or we have the say in, Mm -hmm. this is what we feel like the Lord has convicted us on um, to be a part of. Now, like this has been something like totally, totally crazy. Like one of our, our kids loves bacon. Yes. Like loved it. And I actually enjoyed it as well. Like, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't till like, like, there was a realization one day we were eating together, eating breakfast together as a family. And, like, just, like, I enjoyed bacon. Like, mm-hmm. no big deal. Mm-hmm. No problem. I didn't have an obsession. But, like, there was a realization of, like, kind of what it tasted like in my mouth uh, from where it came. <laughs> And what, like, I'm being very graphic right now, um, but, like, who ate or who, what I was eating and where it came from and what that that animal ate. Yeah. Which was anything and everything. And I was like, yeah. whoa, this is super disgusting. <laughs> they were put on this earth to be the garbage disposals. And yeah. that's fine. That's their job. But that doesn't mean. <laughs> we I have don't... to partake of it. Yeah. Right. And if you, again, this is my conviction. It is found in scripture so if you want to find that you can um but it's actually something that god spoke to you personally definitely to me personally and so like don't take what i would say is as you are listening don't take a conviction of brad mandy Mm -hmm. and 
like just begin to wear that. Like you need to seek the father on this because we've had friends mm-hmm. like grab a hold of this this revelation of ours. Yeah. And be like, well, I'm not going to do this. Well, why don't I do this? And I'm yeah. like, well, wait a minute. Go to the scripture. You need to go to scripture. You need to find it. You need to actually let the Father speak to you, you personally on this. That is the greatest thing about the Father. <laughs> like he has a he has a relationship with us yeah. as a couple, you as an individual, and right. me as an individual. Uh, and that is that is such an amazing concept. Blow your mind. And I like love it. how he is so powerful to have a relationship with you and me. Separately, you and me together, and every one of us along on this earth, individually and together as couples or, or however that looks. And even beyond that, he's willing to walk with us individually as yeah. we figure these Like, he's just Cause you, amazing. you got it perfect from day one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, that was very, <laughs> very, very condescending and very, very joking. Just yeah. so you know, if you don't know. Like, it wasn't perfect out the gate no there's been moments where like i just want this yeah and it was like i'm gonna do that like oh no this actually goes against what god's asking me not to do right but then there's grace to step in for that moment right and be like wait a minute it's a process and it's a journey it's not an arrive to nor a perfection go for it i feel like it's not um a salvation issue so uh oh we have a kid calling us Mm mm-hmm um, it's not something that I feel like if I eat pork, I'm going to hell. Or if I've, you know, even though I feel like the Lord has told me this and that kind of thing. I but that's where grace steps in. Exactly. So, like, if we're at someone's house in order to not offend, I don't make a big deal of it. I'll pick around or I'll just, you know, whatever. Um, I've had pepperoni pizza here today. So, like, I don't feel like this is a salvation issue. I feel like it's God's best way for me. And like anything else, sometimes I will choose less than best, right? And so I just, and again, I feel like that's mine. I don't feel like it's God's, it is in his word, so it could be more general, but I wouldn't say over. This is not a salvation issue. It's not a salvation issue. It's a personal conviction between you and the Lord. Yes. And as that, like sometimes, like that conviction begins to set and not, I wouldn't say rub off, but like begins to get others around you curious, like, Lord, is this for me too? Right. And I would say like we have friends that struggle with gout and different issues that actually pork um, makes a bigger. Uh, Inflammatory. Yeah. So like, I mean, I think it's probably a good thing. And I've actually had when I was deciding this too with shellfish, one of my clients that I coach health uh, health coaching was eating a ton of shrimp and went to the doctor and her cholesterol was out of control. But it was one of the leanest meats that we can eat on our program. And so she was over consuming it and just trying to be like she didn't, she had it out of balance. Yeah, she yeah. definitely had it out of balance. But um so that was another like, huh, there's something about this. And then I learned that shrimp are like the cockroaches of the sea. So that just did me and I was like, yeah, okay. nope, done. Okay, anyways. <laughs> yeah, we're getting on food when this is has no, a little it, bit to do with food, but more of like what God is speaking to you. Yes. And so, again, there's been things that um, I have changed my lifestyle in order to fit the convictions that he has set before me. Sabbath would be another one. Which I, is a really, really good thing. And yes. on this side of it, like, I would tell you, like, I fought it tooth and nail. Like, I would 
charge hell with a water pistol. <laughs> be like, no, hustle I'm a hustle, 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 yeah. hustle, hustle person. Mm. But the truth is, is I get more accomplished in six yeah. than you probably do in seven. Maybe, yeah. And I, but because I'm intentional. Right. And again, I, as God leads you down the path that he wants you to follow, your obedience is going to be met with blessing. Yeah. And I just believe that as I'm obedient to what he's asking of me, and maybe it's a sacrifice for a season. Maybe someday he's going to be like, you know what? Go ahead and eat pork again. Cool. Um, but I'm going to be obedient to what he's asking right. me to do. I am not going to assume my conviction is a conviction for somebody else in their season. Yeah. And I think that has been mistaken in me in this last year is people have thought because I have more of a traditional um, stance stance in some of the biblical laws that now all of a sudden I'm a legalistic Christian. And I would say if you talk to me, I will dispute or I will um, disprove that theory wrong yeah like you can talk to me for five seconds and know that is not like, it oh i had totally a different picture of yeah. you than what i'm actually experiencing <laughs> right and so that actually goes all the way back to like not only like this um i, I actually just like thinking of like we have this idea and this concept that god is full of rules and regulations right but once you get to know him mm-hmm. like the like you just referred to like once you ex- like have a conversation once you experience what god is doing inside of me once we experience god mm-hmm. in a real way mm-hmm. like that myth has been blown to shreds right a hundredfold and again i'm gonna just hammer this one home but in experiencing his law and experiencing the blessing through the obedience of some of his things that are in traditional old testament uh, Torah um, portions of the Bible, I have actually experienced Jesus fuller, which people would argue that that's not possible. Like yeah. if you're so, this one's going to go a little bit longer because I want you to break that down a little bit. Oh gosh, okay. So as I study some of the reasons behind the law, or the heart behind the Father, or the when heart, you're referring to the law, what are you referring to? The Ten Commandments and some of the Levitical laws, because okay. like some of the eating clean is more of like a Levitical um, priesthood law, Mm -hmm. which again is not for everyone. There's like 200, no, how many is there? Like 260 laws, actual laws in the Bible. Um, Like half of those are only applied to men. Like half of them only, I really need to look up this. But so not all of them apply to men. So what you're saying right now is not like numerically factual. Right. But it's just right. allegory. Like, we're right. just giving a number. Right. And okay. I'm probably totally, totally off. But, like, some only applied to men, some only applied to women, some only applied to priests. So, like, at the end of the day, you have, like, 30 actual laws that you have to uh, follow mm-hmm. or, like, that God has suggested in the Old Testament. Um, which, again, Christ, through his grace, we don't have to do these things for our salvation, but we get to do them because they're a blessing that God intended for us. But That's such a great statement. You should write that down. <laughs> Um, so Sabbath, let's just do that one because it's the hardest one for everyone. It is an actual gift. So when you go to research Sabbath and how the Jews have kept it for all these years, 
they view it as a huge blessing and as a time for family. Mm-hmm. And they they use it to strengthen their core. Again, have they gotten some things wrong and done some legalistic things and it makes it We weird? all have. Yeah, we all have. You can go into any fact. I mean, shoot, us as Americans have mm-hmm. done a number with our country and that has nothing to do <laughs> with God. Um, but like, there's so many things. But at the base of it, it is to honor the Lord, to rest, to just have a time to like reflect and enjoy, enjoy a good meal mm. as a family, enjoy. Um, this is the best meal of our week. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. And, and that's how God intended it. Yeah. I, I came to the, it being the best meal because I was studying what the Jewish culture does it. This is the time where they enjoy decadent desserts and um, wine and bread and just all the things. It's a, meant to be a meal enjoyed with company. You're supposed yeah. to host people and have fellowship. And then you you reflect on the word because they read the Torah portion. So you reflect on the Lord. You learn about it. You talk about it together. It's a time of community. And again, it's just a time where you don't have to toil. You get to cease. It's called Sabbath is ceasing from work. Mm. So you get like, you know, those chill movie days that you crave. Yeah. You're supposed to have them once a week. Yeah. Like he gave it like to you. everybody wants a Netflix and chill monthly. Yeah. But like you're supposed to do Netflix <laughs> a weekly. <laughs> and I just think like God If gave- you add chill in there, go for it. That's a marriage <laughs> talk, just so you know. <laughs> you get to do you, boo. Um, but it's a time and again in this crazy hustle bustle culture, family has been broken down. Yeah. Family don't they don't spend time together around a table. They don't discuss anything other than schedules and here go there that's not what god intended for the family no, no god intended us to sit down look at each other appreciate each other appreciate the creation he gave us stop and smell the freaking roses once in a while Hello. <laughs> like that so um and then sabbath also now as a believer um you light candles on the sabbath when you're a Jew, Jewish traditional, but when you're a believer, the lighting of the candle shows that Jesus was the light of the world and Mm. you thank him for being the light. You thank him for being, um, your savior. Um, there's so many things that if you break down the tradition and add in the savior, it's just mind blowing, beautiful Passover. I could do a whole thing and I probably will when it becomes Passover season, that whole tradition in light of having Jesus as my savior is beyond beautiful. Like yeah. I can't even look at the crucifixion the same. And you were already torn up about it. I already loved it. I already, but like, I can't, the symbolism in the old Testament of the Passover that is reflecting our savior. God, mm. I can't yeah. even. She's breaking up right now. Um, <laughs> but let, let me jump into just a moment. Like, on Sabbath, like this is not, and we're going to wrap this up in a minute. Yeah. But like, let me, let me tell you, like one of the things that has been such a joy for our family is we are watching our kids, mm-hmm. um, begin to pray mm-hmm. for the healing of their bodies, mm-hmm. uh, because we partake of communion every week with our family. Again, to remind us of the savior. Yeah. yeah. So po- always pointing back to Jesus. Yeah. But the fact of like our kids are understanding our you know, we have a 21-year-old uh, daughter, and mm-hmm. we have a 20-something-year-old son-in-law. But the ones that partake of it with us mainly every week are mm-hmm. our 18-year-old son, our 14-year-old son, our 9-year-old daughter, and our 
seven-year-old son. Yeah. And they are beginning the process of understanding at those young age, really our 14, 9, and 7-year-old at a young age, what Christ has done through his body and through his blood. Mm-hmm. And so we are asking them to pray. We ask them to thank God for his His uh, redemptive uh, power that his blood was shed for the transgression for our sins and um, one for our bodies to be broke that were broken. Mm -hmm. His body that was broken uh, for our physical healing, mental healing, and spiritual healing. Big words. Big words. Then they all um, also really look forward to, ooh, it's Friday. We get a good dinner. Yeah. Um, And then, ooh, it's Saturday. Mom's not going to ask us to do anything because we clean the house before. We prep for it. We could do a whole podcast on Sabbath. We'll do that another time. But, like, they look forward to this day. I look forward to this day. And that's how God intended it. And I'm hoping through the observance of this um, tradition to some, to me, I believe it's a, I know it's a command. It's in the Ten Commandments. Um is going to honor the Lord and he's going to bless our family yeah, through that. Yeah. Um, but again, I want to preface this with none of these things, even if you dig into this, is your salvation is not found through these things. But your salvation and your relationship with the Lord is enriched through the observance of some of these things. That's so good. As yeah. you mature through the Lord. Yeah. I don't think I'm not going to heaven if someone has bacon in my dinner. I, But I do know... Just like any other relationship, just like even Brad, if I know he prefers something, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. And as I'm growing in the relationship with the Lord, if I know that this is something he prefers for me to do in order, it's my my joy to do something that's going to make a smile on my father's face. Like if if he's like, that's my girl. Look at her. She's doing Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah. Like that makes me happy. It's my honor to honor him. Yeah. And I, I want to continue that path of like, Lord, I just want to do what is going to put a smile on your face. Yeah. Like, and that's the key right there. Mm-hmm. Like thinking about like you as a daughter mm-hmm. and I have two, but also I have sons and like, and, and I am a son and you are a daughter. Right. Like, man, I just want to make my father proud. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's asking you to do something in this season, like, it might be a stretch for you, and it might be a little difficult for you. Like, you've been on a journey, and we've been on a journey this year that's actually really stretched us, Mm -hmm. caused us to, like, step back and take a moment and think, like, God, will this make you proud? Yeah. Will this make you happy? Will this please you? And at every turn, we found the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Like, and so, like, in this journey, in this season of your life, wherever you find yourself, like maybe you're, you know, f- firstly, like this is the beginning of your faith. Like yeah. that is a great question to ask. Mm-hmm. Father, will this make you proud? Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, will this make, will this please you? And if the answer is no, don't do it. But if the answer is yes, mm-hmm. like step into it, walk into it, walk into it with grace, mm-hmm. um, knowing that there is grace for you in every season, mm-hmm. but there is also something that you can find as a roadmap and it's called the word of God. So absolutely. And I feel like, again, I'm going to say to the mature Christian, don't rest in grace and feel like there's nothing more for you. I feel like we should always be pursuing to grow in relationship. You heard us talk about that in marriage. I feel yeah. like you should always be pursuing growth and pursuing um what's the next portion of this relationship and but to the new believer if anyone ever tells you there's another way besides faith in jesus 
to earn your salvation, that's false. Yeah. You don't earn it, but in having it, there should be a point of you that wants to please the Lord. And he's going to walk with you that through that with so much. He's, he's proven it over mm-hmm. and over throughout history. Like he will walk with you in that. He will pick you back up. And I told, I had to defend myself one time. I said, I would rather err on the side of following the word than not. And so yeah, if there yeah. is something in the word that when you read it, you feel this like, oh man, maybe I should try that. God, step into it. Step into it. Because God might be like, oh, sweet baby, you don't have to do that. It's yeah, okay. That's too much for you right now. Yeah. Or he'd be like, man, I've been waiting for you to do that because now look at this door I'm going to unlock for yeah, you. Yeah. Because you were faithful here. I'm going to I'm gonna release more to you um, because now I know I could trust you because you're yeah. going to be faithful to listen. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, I feel like... I think we can go on and on I and could on. talk about this like forever. And Yes, but the, the end of the day, like we want you to know, like everyone mm-hmm. is on a journey mm-hmm. with the Lord and everyone is at different stages. So maybe a conviction for us is not a conviction for you. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But what we want you to do is to pursue God. And grow, and whatever grow. that is. Yeah. Whatever that is. Because here's the deal. Like you, you've heard me say it before, but like Brad has dealt with perfection Mm -hmm. and the Lord is after progress. Mm -hmm. And I, one more disclaimer, (laughs) if it doesn't line up with his word, I would have more caution. Yeah. Like if you're feeling, oh, this is conviction, like I should wear pink every day. But there's nowhere in his word that says there's a certain color choice. Yeah. Like, mm, maybe not. Pray about that one a little bit more. But when I had a conviction and I was able to find scripture to back my conviction, I was like, hmm, I might need to pay attention to yeah. this one. And it wasn't a skewed, like, I want the word to say what mm-hmm. I want it to mm-hmm. say. It was actual, foundational, multiple references to point to the conviction that God was speaking to your heart. And Old Testament and New Testament. Um, Alignment. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, oh, okay, I'm going to listen. I and hear again, you. Yeah. I hear you, God. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it might be a season of uh, extended fast like Daniel. Yeah. Like, or I don't know. Yeah. But I don't care. Yeah. Because he asked me to do it and I'm going to be obedient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much. Thank you. This has been a great, I know this one was a little longer. Yeah. Um, but we are grateful that you chose to join us on this journey as we talk about our faith through 2021. Yeah. And uh, thank you for sharing your heart. Thank, thank you. you for gearing, sharing what God has revealed to you. Yeah. Hopefully If you want to find us on socials, you can find us Mandy Winkle and Brad Winkle. Yep. Uh, you can find us on YouTube at A Winkle Tribe. Yeah. We have a the Tribe Time Instagram now, too, that yeah. we're just starting out. But join in for next week because Brad has actually been working through a lot of generational curses this year. Yeah. And yeah. he's going to talk about how he's kind of worked through some of those. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope to see you soon. God bless you and have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.